Jonathan, we have some special guests. I want you to introduce these people. Yeah, we've got Scotty Dubler and um, Lorette Nicole, who've been working with me all weekend long. And I tell you what, uh, really excited to have most sartorially elegant lady <laughs> at the games I kid you not I've watched her outfits throughout the days and it's not easy to get it right and I might sound a bit odd saying this but I have watched this lady in the dust and the dirt getting in the pits with the boys but looking absolutely stunning throughout it it's her 11 stay away from that necklace I know that's a that, place like, see that looks dangerous she's right she's had gold She's had, oh, lame. It's It's been lovely. Anyway, <laughs> with that introduction, what more can we say? Lorette, you've got uh, a lot of X Games to your name. Uh, this is what you do. This is what you're known for. Um, tell us a little bit about your highlight of this last four days. Because, or not just one highlight, but what have you enjoyed this particular games? You know what? X Games brings out the best in our athletes. It, it doesn't matter what sport it is. It's, you know, we started with flat track and we also had Enduro X uh, on the second day. And, you know, the, the athletes, they, they know what's on the line here at X Games at Austin. And so, um, you know, the, the riders, um, especially for me, the riders and the drivers, they, they push themselves. They're not willing to ever give up. So for me, um, in Durocross, it was Mike Brown. Mike Brown was unbelievable, a 43-year-old athlete, and he comes out swinging and, and takes the gold. It, it was an unbelievable moment. And, Scotty, you were able to call that as well. It was incredible. You know, 43 years old. He's won motocross championships, and he comes out here and beats all the kids. He was the oldest competitor out there in the in the Enduro X and wins gold medal. He was so excited. He ghost rode his motorcycle, and then he just had a seat right there on the hay bales. He did. He was so excited yeah. to be out there. And what I, it's what really impressed me is my first, and I think Scotty's first uh, X Games. What's impressed me is I thought I was coming in and, and having to say words like rad and be cool. But the, <laughs> tr the truth is, the guys winning the medals are my age, and I love that fact. And, I mean, there's a lot of guys who are 17... I mean, the trucks is a good example. The guy who won it is 17 years old. The guy who came second is 43 or 46, right. I think. So, you know, Bob, a good example. Uh, you know, many others. It's yep. so it's so cool that it's it's that juxtaposed. Absolutely. But what about Rusty Wallace? Yeah, I know. I yeah. mean, we have a NASCAR Hall of Famer who retired, and he came out of retirement nearly 10 years, not behind the wheel. And, you know, of course the media, us, we're putting a lot of pressure on him. We we know he's a superstar. We want to see him do really well. Um, I don't think he did poorly. I don't think he should be disappointed in his performance whatsoever. He went to the LCQ. Um, you know, yes, I, he did. He did. And, and then rolled it and kept going. <laughs> I know. How amazing was that? And so uh, I believe Rusty's 56. 58. 58. Yeah. Yeah, he's 58. So a NASCAR Hall of Famer who runs on tarmac, that's what he's done his entire life. He has to relearn how to race on asphalt and dirt. Yeah, that's that's wow. pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, and then he has to learn how to jump. A truck. I know. Yeah. A truck. I know. And yeah. they were some huge jumps yeah, out yeah. there. They're jumping over pit lanes and then jumping off of concrete jumps, hitting the metal jumps, landing on concrete. So that track alone was amazing. It was cool to see, the, 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 like you said, a 17-year-old all the way up to a 58-year-old in competition. Yep. It doesn't matter how old you are or what sport you're in. Just to be here in Austin for X Games, truly amazing. I know. Boris said is another man who's never done any jumping in a car, and he's done more laps around the circuit of the Americas. But he said he came up to the ramp for the first time and went, Okay, uh -oh. I'm in the air, I'm in the air. I wonder what, I oh, I've landed. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. <laughs> All right, got to ask you, while, I, while, okay. I, while I'm doing a little therapy session here yeah. of our fellow commentators, 
big moments of where it went all horribly wrong. I had one. My I, intros for the rally, I was like, oh my god, they changed the order. What am I doing here? Uh, it's no, it's not an easy game. This is live, and it's uh, it's it's coming at you. And there's different different races every day. Every day is different. You got to be ready to roll with whatever <laughs> they throw at you. I was so focused on the Thursday night. T- I did TV for yeah. ESPN for Flat Track, which was incredible. Uh, you know, which is my the first, first in my, television as my, well, and my first experience on TV live. And awesome. so it was very cool. And then you know, then so I missed several meetings for the live event announcing. So then I got thrown into Enduro X. Luckily, I had Lorette, who I've worked with before in Enduro Cross uh, in previous uh, you know events. So she was to my side. She got me through it like it was nothing, but there were several different things. Like today, we had to roll through uh, the last competition, which was another new competition, which was the quarter the pipe. quarter pipe yeah. for the motocross. I sat in the stands. I listened to that it. That was it crazy. Sounded good. We, it sounded good, man. We started with eight. We were down to six, and then one rider got injured, so you're down to five. So the, the order, you know, it changes. It changes. It changes. And then what, something I'm not used to, I'm, I'm a race guy. We have to go to judges, wait for scores. You have to, you know, wait yeah, yeah. and wait for the judges to come in. So then you have to, you know, throw to a break or whatever. You have to put, you know, let everybody know what's happening next, how you can vote. That actually, that event was voted on by the fans across the world. So, Best you whip. know, that was incredible. Yep. Best whip. Best whip. Yeah. And I, I love the idea of that. That's a competition fans. where, forget judges, they, they say to the world, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Right there but on Twitter. Finally, I have to say, finally for Jared McNeil. I've yeah. watched McNeil for the last four a couple of years, um, not only on the Nitro Circus course uh, uh, tour, but doing Best Whip. And I feel that McNeil has gotten robbed a couple of years ago. So finally, it's redemption for and him. Us. And he walks away with the gold. I'm so happy All for his him. family were there with Whip It McNeil. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. He, yep. he won with 58% of the vote. It was a almost a tie for second on back with everybody else, but 58% thought McNeil did. At one point, he had his bike completely upside down. Something I mean, these guys are so talented in every form of it. Uh, back to the ah moments you were talking about just a little while ago. Mine had to be the heartbreak for Jared Meese, who is way out front uh, of the flat track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that far was... out front. I thought the chain came off the motorcycle. We watched the replay over and over. I talked to Jared afterwards. The uh, the nut that holds the, the sprocket on actually had backed off. Was it because of the rough track? Was it because... He had a, a short amount of time to change the gear. We'll never know, uh, but it just, you know, that was a heartbreak. Heartbreak. Yeah. We watched him. He, he led basically the entire yeah. race. 18 of the 20 I mean, In fact, you guys were just about to just go ahead and call it, and, and, and he had, what, two turns left. Yes. Yep. Came up, coming off of turn number two. Oh, we were winding up. We were winding up. It's right. a wonderful moment for me. It's a number one Harley. Yeah, right. it was yeah. just awful. And so, yeah. uh, you know, a very fortunate Brian Smith rode an excellent race. He was right there in second. But he was quite a ways back. Actually, Meese and Sammy Halbert almost ran over Jared Meese right there coming up. I'm sorry, Smith and Halbert almost ran over Meese coming off that, that turn number two. They didn't. Meese gets out of the way, and Brian Smith goes on to win the first gold medal in flat track. We've got an interview with Brian Smith that Jonathan did right after he won that race. In fact, let's go ahead and play that one. This is uh, Brian Smith. who won the gold medal in the uh, Harley-Davidson flat track. Okay, Speed City fans, I am with the man with the gold. Did you expect that at the day? Brian Smith wins the X Games, the first man to do it in flat track. How do you feel? Hell no, I didn't expect it. <laughs> I was just hoping to uh, maybe crack the podium and then... Uh, Feel, feel amazing, man. It's uh, great to win the inaugural one. Give it to uh, Kawasaki and Krause Radio and everybody behind me. Uh, Joe Esparza, my bike owner, this is his hometown, so this is like a, a 
home run. <laughs> I know what you mean when you say you didn't expect it because you came in here as the form guy, but that was at the long tracks. You just won two big, big races in AMA, but coming here and practice, you, you kind of looked not out of sorts, but didn't look as though you were going to be right on top of the podium. Yeah, I, this is not my cup of tea. This is not my type of track. Not only do I like the big tracks, but I like the smooth, fast tracks, and this was not smooth, and it was not fast. So uh, I figured it out, got a decent... Uh, you know, the big thing was my bike just pulled off the line good. So I, no matter where I was at in that gate, I knew I could get a good jump. And uh, I went into the first corner almost in the lead, come out in second, and just uh, said, all right, let's see where the cards fall. And uh, luckily I was able to hang on to second there till the end. And Jared's bike broke, unfortunately. And uh, I wish I could have raced with him and put on a show. But, hey, I'll take it anyway and get it. And you, of all people, know what this means to the profile of the sport and to your personal profile as a professional racer. Yeah, it's uh, huge for the sport. Obviously, it's awesome for any athlete to win the X Games but I'm just happy for uh, I was just happy to be second and then to sneak in there and win it at the end it's tremendous and uh, for the whole sport it's tremendous man it's going to be uh, hopefully this puts us on the map you to come back and defend it oh heck yeah <laughs> well done again Brian thank you thank you very much that was Brian Smith, gold medal winner in the Harley-Davidson flat track here at the X Games. But you have tons of experience. And, and what does this mean to the flat track racing to come to the X Games? It's huge for flat track. Now, hopefully, you know, flat track back in the day before, before we had so many options to do other things. You know, there's so much going on out there. Flat track was mainstream. Now it's kind of fallen off the map. Hopefully, this will bring flat track back up to the forefront. You know, you got Mark Marquez, who loves flat track. You got Valentino Rossi, who loves flat track. Nikki Hayden, who got his roots in flat track. You know, they all move on to MotoGP. Well, they all love flat track. We've had the Super Prestigio over in Spain. That's gaining popularity. You had uh, Troy Bayless with the, you know, the Bayless Classic. He came over. He signed on to race a Ducati the entire on all the miles this year and then the X Games so it's just building up it's building up it's like a snowball right now it's it's growing and growing X Game I X Games opening night. How incredible is that to put flat yeah. track on the map? A very technical, very tight course, and the racing was great all night long. What about the, the the concepts? We've heard this from Colin Edwards at the boot camp, but the concepts of learning how the, the balance of the bike and the limits of, of traction and all those things that are so hard to do on a street bike, uh, but to me it seems easier to do and, and more manageable uh, in a flat track environment, although, I mean, obviously there's a lot of different factors here with all the rough track and everything, but how does that work? Well, it is very, very technical. And, you know, what the biggest thing is every motorcycle you've ever ridden has a front brake and a, a front brake and a rear brake. Flat trackers, only rear brakes. It's very hard to learn how to slide. You know, I didn't start flat track until later in my career, even though my grandfather did and my dad did. I tried motocross first because that was more mainstream. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, but flat track, I go back to my roots. I start learning how to flat track, how to slide into the corners, you know, like Texas Tornado has a boot camp and and Colin Edwards and, and they, these guys teach you how to flat track and it's very very technical it's very very tight racing and you know on some of our bigger tracks they're going 140 miles an hour inches apart so it's it's I love the sport I've been around it my whole life and I just hope it continues to grow I hope we get invited back to X Games awesome I got a question for you Lorette I yeah. mean obviously like you say you've been you've got 11 X Games you've done winter you've done summer the flat track has just come in this year X Games have obviously always been progressive but I like the fact that they've got this balance between skateboarding which is pretty cheap and any kid can get a skateboard and they've got you know 
trucks and, and, and rally and, and things that are a little bit more expensive. So you go both ends of the spectrum of motorsport uh, and sport. What do you think is next? What are they talking about behind the scenes? What would you like to see? Is there, is there a sport that's perhaps missing that you're like, hey, you know what? This is what the kids are into. We should have this. You know what? I, I think that's an excellent question. Um, I haven't heard about what sports are coming up next um, or what they're going to be changing uh, that they have here now. Flat track, I think it was the movement started um, growing, and like Scotty said, all of a sudden it was just a snowball. Um, a lot of the flat trackers, specifically Johnny Lewis, I contacted him and I mm-hmm. said, "Hey, have you heard anything about this?" And he said, I, "I've heard some rumblings." Um, and then it was about what was it, Scotty? About like a, uh, three weeks before X Games Austin actually started, where they announced flat track was coming. It was real briefly right before we got here. They had to build a racetrack here at Coda. Does there's not there's never been a flat track race here, so they had to build a racetrack. Then you had the monsoon rains, and so the track was very rough. But it was out there, kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm hearing rumblings right now. They're going to build a permanent dirt track facility That's here. That's the hope. That's what I'm pushing that'd for. That'd be awesome because then you could have sprint cars, you can have other forms of motorsports. Maybe not necessarily during X Games, but it'll be other events to to bring to this awesome venue. Yeah, yeah. I heard rumblings. I mean, I was down at, with with Jake Johnson and um, with Dougie Lawrence Dan at, at the boot camp. Uh, and we heard we were starting to hear when it was announced who was going to come, uh, and that's where it started getting interested. And obviously, the idea of having a permanent track here would be very interesting indeed. It, it would be awesome. Maybe one day we could have a Grand National here, followed by the X Games. You know, and they're talking about maybe a qualifier to get into the X Games. I'll say it now, Scotty. March six on the Pirelli Challenge, part of the. Why not? <laughs> All right, do it. Between Daytona and between Springfield. It'll, it'll be your I'm race. Do it. It'll Michael Caine said it here on right. our show. I, I get into Michael Caine when I get a, you know. Michael Caine? Yeah. No. I don't know. You don't, you don't hear it? <laughs> I, I hear all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. What about the track they built? I mean, why not? I, I say fence it off and put some uh, uh, reed killer on there and keep it there. I mean, well, I know it's not uh, the, the it's, ultimate, but. It's, it's, well, those those guys work so hard from Cotton Speedway. Cotton yes, Bowl. Cotton, Cotton Bowl, yeah. Cotton those are car guys, yeah. They worked so hard. And guys, don't forget, that track was underwater. Yeah. There was a 20-foot river running over they, that they area They found a fish land. while they were grading it. <laughs> Is that among, true? Seriously among it. other things. Oh. I heard snakes and oh. everything. But yeah, yeah but it, there was a fish on in the middle of, of the, the flat track. Wow. Like... So the the I bet he was gutted, wouldn't you think? <laughs> uh, if he wasn't, he is now. Yeah, but to <laughs> yep. to have that track come together like it did, and yeah, I know yeah. it's one of the roughest tracks that you guys have ever seen in right. flat track. I understand that, and I you know I, I know that's what happened with Jared Mees' bike and the nut falling off of the sprocket, but. They were so happy to be here. Yes. And the athletes, you know, they made a lot of accommodations for that track. And you could see their thought process starting to change because you go from a grid style to a, a motocross gate, gate mm-hmm. you know, so they have to get adjusted to that. And then they started thinking, okay, well, these bumps are making for better racing. So this isn't actually a bad thing. It, it, it tightened every, everything up, with the exception of Meese, who pulled away. Brad Baker pulled away in his heat race. Other than that, everybody was really close together, made for some very close racing. It was a lot of fun to call on ESPN. I'm sure you had a blast calling oh, we had a, it live. Me and Colin Edwards had a ball. He, <laughs> we never worked together live, but that, I don't know. <laughs> what about the cool. crowd, guys? The yeah, stands the were packed. Was, yeah, it, and they were on their feet, too. Yeah, I yep. was in the middle of that crowd, and people were loving it. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Let's uh, move on. I want to talk more about the, the you know, the general X Games in yeah, terms yeah. of other, other events. I mean, like I said, we, it's, it's a privilege to have you guys. Thank you for staying. I mean, you've been working all day for the last four days, I know. <laughs> uh, but thank you for coming on. Thanks but, for um, having us. Yeah, no, but what else um, 
intrigued you, impressed you? I, I'd never seen BMX Dirt before. That blew my head off how good those guys were. Well, BMX Dirt was big. It was you know, right outside yeah. where we were at. But the, the big air ramps, I, w- <laughs> I, I stood there and I looked up and I looked up and I looked up. I'm yeah. a tall guy. And yep. they were... That was way, way up I there. It's go incredible up how big this stuff. You said you have to go up to the top of it and look down. And I can't even imagine no. doing that. So that impressed me. That you, you can't, you can't even imagine when you're watching on TV how big some of these, yeah, yeah. these are. How, how, how big some of the, you know, the, the, all the all the ramps are. Everything's so huge here. What I like too is people from other sports stuck around to see the other sports. Yeah, I think we that's had, the best part. We had Metallica open up and do the National Anthem yesterday. They huh. stuck around and watched the event. Cool. Yep. How, how incredible is that? In style. They loved it. Oh, you know what? Mike Mason almost lost his mind because <laughs> James Hetfield um, was walking towards him and, and Mike Mason, who got the silver, thought that uh, James was going to fist bump him like, hey, good luck. He handed him the pick that he played the no! National Anthem. Yeah. Get oh. the hell out of town. I promise you. That, and Mike, at that point, he told me, he's like, oh, my God, I could be done. I could be done. <laughs> that was bigger than his gold, than, than a <laughs> gold medal. Soul, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was so awestruck That's by Metallica. Nice little so. memento. <laughs> and, and, we, sure. and we had Nicki Minaj here on, on Friday yeah. night. You know, it's just a huge, huge you know, event. I've never been part of it. I hope I get to go to every one of them. It was so much fun. I know. The music is another side Who is of it, it tonight? The Cumberbatches? No, the... The Cumberbatch? <laughs> the Glitch Mob. Okay, the Glitch Mob. I knew it was... So, I, I, my what, are you son, going to a wedding? I, my son <laughs> and his 16-year-old friends, I didn't know. I'd never even heard of them. The so Cumberbunds. I'm, I'm officially old uh, now. Let's get the research. Can we get a Zimmer frame for John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because apparently uh, the Nicki Minaj thing was huge. Metallica huge. We all went on from yeah. what ten thirty to midnight or something last night, and yep. so yeah, the music's been huge. But so you've been to how many? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven yes, X Games. Should have this. I think is my eleventh. So I've done a lot of Winter X Games, and I'm lucky enough to uh, be able to do all the snowmobile events there and the skier and um, border X events, which you know I just lose my mind over because it's racing and it's that format that I love so much. Well, well, how would you compare what you've seen here in Austin? I mean, you've seen 11. So what, what do you think? How is Austin embracing it? How do you, what do you, what's your opinion of it? I'm so happy that we're here in Austin. I mean, you know, let, let's be honest. The heat is, is pretty brutal. Um, at one point, one of the guys that was over on the, the top deck came over to one of the moto events and said, the tarmac is 150 degrees. And so, wow. uh, you know, w- we have, um, I, I just want to say it. We have a lot of people that help us. And I mean, Jonathan, Scotty, and I to look good. And oh, gosh, there yeah. is a whole crew. It takes a team for people. him. <laughs> well, th- but there's that was a just whole a mute crew. <laughs> there's a whole crew of people that support us and get yeah. us to do our job. And I kid you not, there must be 20, 30 people on each show. Wow. Yeah. Be- behind yeah. the scenes, it's crazy. Most yeah. of them wearing the blue X Games shirts. You might have seen them on TV or, or on the you know on, the, on different cameras and stuff like that. Then there's the X Squad. Yep. There's so much going on behind the scenes. There's so many people that make this this event happen. And I heard on my on our last show about a, almost 139,000 fans came to watch. So that's yep. that's you know wow. those are huge numbers for a four day event down here. Like you said, in the very you know it's so so warm. It was over 90 degrees every day. We had a slight rain shower right before we did Enduro X, which was incredible. Made the track super super slick but it made for yep. some really good racing yeah and the skies just opened up right over enduro cross and uh our guys on the ground were saying it's pouring here and i ran outside because we were in the production weird, office and i'm like wait a minute it it's is. not raining like what's wrong with you and then i went back to the screens and, and we saw what they were it. shooting and it was pouring and so it made the course super slip 
uh, slick because they had previously watered the course because they weren't expecting a surprise thunderstorm. So. You just never know what you're going to get down yeah. here in Texas. Never know what you're get. <laughs> yeah, my son told me it rained. I didn't even know it rained because I oh, wasn't yeah. out here at that point. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having, for having us. us. And thanks for coming and doing such a great job at, here at the X Games, and we appreciate you giving us your insights. And, and, uh, and we believe in a, a bit of promotion. Tell us uh, where we can find you. Yeah. Give us some Twitter. Give us some social oh, media. People are listening. Well, um, I'm on Instagram. You can find me at Lorette Nickel, L-A-U-R-E-T-T-E. N I C O L L. So I'm on Instagram um, and Twitter, and um, yeah. She, she's got a famous husband too. He's pretty. He's awesome. He's pretty cool. He's a rock star. He's right? red. He's actually a motorcycle. Do you know yeah. her, her husband? Kurt, Kurt Nickel. Nickel. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Very talented guy. So I'm. I'm on right now. I'm just on Twitter at Scotty Dubler. S C O T T I E. D-E-U-B-L-E-R. I also do the Flat Track Weekly Radio uh, show with Corey Texter, who's National Number 65. We're uh, webcasting on every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. So it's it's something that's on the web, something out there. We talk only about Flat Track. Have several guests. We have you riders. You're welcome to come on and talk flat track anytime. Right on. We have. We got. You got a bunch of new fans here in Austin. I hope so, and I hope it continues to grow. Thanks for having us on this show. Speed City's awesome. We appreciate. Great. It. Thank yeah, you all very guys. much. Thank, Thank you. you so much.